boy, after doing the oh. meditation retreat and spending the two and a half hours meditating out there with everybody, that seemed short. <laughs> I was not ready to come back. But he's going to anyway. Oh, I am. So from Rumi, if you want everlasting glory, don't go back to sleep. If you want to burn with love, don't go back to sleep. You have wasted so many nights. Tonight, for the love of God, meet the dawn. Don't go back to sleep. Or stay awake. <laughs> A couple of handouts up here for me to share about. On April 23rd, Sunday, there will be a light columns in Austin uh, workshop here at the center. And it's from 2 till 3.30 with Bill Stratton. Is that what you will say? Would you like to say more about it? Use the mic so everybody can hear you. Let's see if I can say anything different. It's going to be a real sweet um, process of having that inner experience of of expanding the light that you are and um, taking it to places and like a blessing and not only blessing yourself but others. We'll, ha we'll start off with a meditation at the beginning that's from the path of neutrality that has sort of that light column quality to it and uh, then we'll have a short discussion and we'll go from there. Very nice. Thank you. And then, continuing, uh, last Sunday they had the first spiritual tools workshop, and uh, it's going to be the next class will be May 7th, and that'll be from 10 to 4? No. I'm not sure. This isn't, okay. Read the top post. No, I always forget the top little post-it. <laughs> the... Um, We'll I'm good to see anything, folks, <laughs> right now. Here, you handle it. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> From 2 to 4. 2 to 6, two July to six. 2nd. <gasps> has also been edited. Okay, so May 7th, June 4th, July 2nd, from 2 to 6. And we've already done the April one, and Laura has a microphone, so she's going to say something more. <laughs> I will say this, um, she did the first tools workshop up in, uh, was it Michigan? And that's one of the few workshops I've ever gotten uh, emails from people, you know, really commenting on their inner experience during the meditation and during the, the day process. So uh, that was a weekend retreat though, wasn't it? Yeah. So I would really recommend, you know, doing the class if you can because I think you really will gain some insight into what the spiritual tools are and how to apply them better in your life and, uh, and that's what it's all about to really understand how to do acceptance and forgiveness and loving and how to move into gratitude and, and manifest gratitude in your daily life and so these are the tools that you're going to be experiencing, practicing, working on and really understanding how they, they do function in your life. 
it's kind of like working with a hammer. If you really don't know how to work it, you're going to bang yourself more than you're going to hit the head ahead of the nail. So, but if you know how to do it right, you can do a lot of good with it. So, I'd really ask that, you know, if it's interesting at all to, to call Laura and definitely uh, get to the class. And you had something? Isn't that one of the tools of opening the third eye for those really hard learners? Yeah. That's exactly what we do with the yeah. hammer. <laughs> and if you can't do it, we'll help you, you know. We'll yeah. hold it. <laughs> now, we're, we, um, we had to change the time from That's right. 10 to 4 because of because of class Sundays. Sundays changing. And we'll do a makeup class for anyone that couldn't come to this last one, and we'll do it the first week, the first Sunday that you all do your class. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. So okay. that'll be April 16th. Yeah. You do a makeup class with yeah, we'll eyeshadow and lipstick. Yeah, and, uh -huh. <laughs> and then we'll paint our toes. <laughs> Those are some of the tools, you know. <laughs> Especially that yeah. purple stuff and the blue. <laughs> You can paint You're your paint third purple eye. dots on your third eye. <laughs> so in between, we can do something, figure something out for like a, uh, the meal part because it's Easter Sunday. So I don't know what's. Oh my goodness, that's right. Yeah. Let's open. Is that a good idea to do on that day? We could do a picnic here. Yeah. Yeah. Go to Central Market and bring something over. Yeah. Oh, we'll bring figure it out. I think it'll be good. Yeah. Okay. There's always popcorn and, and Cokes in the machines down there. <laughs> Candy bars. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll put Easter eggs in there for Easter. <laughs> Have a kid's potluck. <laughs> so also, um, we have one more Tuesday night class, which will be next Tuesday. And then following that, we'll be starting our Sundays on that following Sunday on April 16th from 10.30 to 12.30 here at the center. Brian and I will be out of town next Tuesday, so Bill will be doing the class here. And then uh, the next Sunday we'll be doing Easter here, I hope. We won't do sunrise. We'll, we'll do sun heaven risen. <laughs> Anything else? Did you mention about Easter Sunday? No. Okay. I just want to see if you're paying attention. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming present now. What's that? What's that on your shirt? <laughs> yeah, what's that? <laughs> this is going to be class tonight. No class. <laughs> oh, Brian's going to talk all night. I'm going for a, pic a picnic. So shall I start or do you want to? I think you already started. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's right. We don't have to do anything tonight. We can just goof off. It's a, it's a click click. <laughs> We're going to show you. <laughs> that's right, makeup. <laughs> Would you like purple, green, or blue? Let's paint some little blue eye, eyeballs on your glasses. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you ready to get it serious now? No. No. Oh, shit. Well, go ahead, play around, because I'm going to write something up oh, on the board. I do have something while he's writing. On the ILM website, on the audio portion where we have the, the CDs um, launched on there so you can listen to them, 
We are now working to make them downloadable to your computer, and you can put them on your iPods or whatever. And he's just working on that now. There's one up there already that's downloadable from a couple of weeks ago. And uh, he's going to start working on them. It takes a little while to get that all worked out, but it's going to be very nice. And uh, they download very quick. I was so surprised. Um, yeah, on, on, a, on a Roadrunner DSL faster system. It probably would work on the telephone, too. It would just probably take longer to download it. Can you guys see this okay? I didn't think so. No, that green doesn't These show up well. These pens suck. No. Uh, so it's the one who's writing it. Do we have another green one somewhere? Uh, do the blue. I don't. Would do you? Well, that's it. Blame it on the light, not on the darkness, right? <laughs> Laura's going to see if we can get another green pen. Otherwise, I'll just flip the page and use another one. Ooh, that one looks pink. Yeah, it's more of a... Ooh, it's bright. Can you see those colors all right? The blue. Blue? That's a good color. I'll use the blue. Blue hue hue. Just right over the green. All right. How does this chart go again? How many times have we written it? So do you want to do that at last announcement over again so it gives me a little time? <laughs> what were you talking about? Talking about the website. The matrix? No, you talk about the matrix. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun reworking the website a little bit and getting it more available to people. Just opening it up and and uh, I like the idea of having this downloadable now because then it's, it's very portable. You can take it anywhere. You can play it anytime. You don't have to always have to get online and keep your computer up and running to listen to it. So I think it'll be a lot easier for people, including me. <laughs> Well, it's nice, you know, when um, if you have a, a challenging time sometimes getting into meditation, listening to a CD or listening to a meditation that Brian does before class, and we have it sp split out now so that the meditation is part one, and then the talk is split in two parts, part two and part three. And you can listen to all of it or listen to part of it, and it just helps you to bring a focus to your consciousness because a lot of times... Uh, you'll get into meditation and you'll have things on your mind or things will be pushing at you from inside and it's just a way to rise above that frequency of the, the push, of the, of the charged energy. And I find that just listening to a CD or reading something for a period of time just helped to bring a focus is, is very assisting to me. But I find more for me sitting down with my eyes closed and listening to something uh, helps me to center and to, to get quiet quicker than having my eyes open and reading. So if you haven't tried that, give it a try before you start meditating and just see if it doesn't make a difference. Or see if it does make a difference. See if it does make a difference. Either one works. And you can count it as part of your two and a half hours. How's that? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> That's yeah. right. If that doesn't work, you can always try tithing money. <laughs> sure, I'm open. Yeah, God's, God's bank account. I'm an abundant. Its name is Brian Yakey, so be sure to make your checks out to, right. to God, Brian Yakey. <laughs> you want to go there tonight, do you? We won't. All right. Is my artwork okay? Do, do you know what those are? Those are purple little circles with eyelashes around them. So, do so you want to talk now? All right, we'll see, we'll see how this goes. So one of the things I want to do, share about, like we always share about, so I'm not going to say anything new tonight. I'm just going to bore you with the same old stuff, and maybe you'll get it. <laughs> there, can you read that now? So one of the things um, that I want to share a little bit about in the simplicity of this pathway on the inner journey and it really is simply seeking the inner light. If you can just think of it that way, simply seeking the inner light. From the very beginning, when we focus at the spiritualized center, we're asking you to look and watch for that inner light. However it appears, the purple, the blue, the gold, the white, or maybe spirit will bring it forward, maybe in a green or a red or an orange. Those are simply just different frequencies. If you're seeing anything, it's a wonderful blessing. But the lights we really want to watch for are the blue and under the purple and the gold and the white because those are the higher frequencies dealing with the soul and the action of the Holy Spirit. So that's why we always bring that present. That's why we always focus and talk about those colors because that is truly the awakening of the soul and the return of the soul back to the home of the soul realm. And so in the very beginning, right in the physical body, we say, look to the third eye, look to the inner light. Begin to see the inner radiant sun. It may appear as a flame. It may appear as that purple or blue light. Most of us, it's that purple light. But all we have to do is begin to see that inner light right here at the spiritual eye, right at the third eye. That's the beginning of the journey. That's still in the physical body. So here's the inner light right here at the physical body. And once we get out of body, or if we stay in body and that door opens, not only is that a light, but as you begin to move into that, it is actually a doorway as well. And as you step into that light, you're beginning to merge with the soul in that realm. So the soul of who you are in that first step of the journey where we've heard over and over about drawing the soul's essence out of the physical realm back to the seat of the soul, by which the soul becomes whole and complete and one in itself once again in the physical the soul level of the physical realm, here, that inner light. And then the soul begins to look up and begin the greater journey now. This journey is where you will be drawn to take initiation on this pathway. When the soul is truly ready to begin the greater journey beyond the physical dimensions, beyond the chakras, beyond the mind, the emotions, and the body that are in the body, and now the greater journey through the astral, causal, mental, etheric, and into soul, begins. This is where initiation takes place on the astral realm. You do receive that on the inner realms before you even meet the physical teacher, the journey begins. And then spirit will begin to draw you towards a physical teacher that can give you the names of God, 
And that is now the, be the new beginning, the rebirthing. Initiation is to begin anew, to be born again in the Spirit. So at the time of initiation, as you are given those names of God and as they're anchored into your physical consciousness, it is because you have fulfilled and come to a state of fulfilling your karmas, as Jim has said before, 51% approximately. <laughs> that when we come to that state, we have the opportunity to begin the greater journey. And so as we choose that, the next step into the astral, the same as the physical, the inner light. Look for the inner light. It is no different on any realm. So once you experience that third eye opening up and you begin to look into the astral realm, or if you step out of the body and you journey into the astral realm, begin to look. We talk about the starry night sky. And what do we always say once you enter into the starry night sky? Begin to look for the brightest light. Look for that north star, that brightest star that is in that starry night sky. The reason the astral realm is a starry night sky is because it is still a lower frequency. The light of the spirit is yet dim at this level. In the body is more the darkness, and as we begin to wake up to the astral, it begins to like a dim light, where it's twilight, where you begin to see now be through the darkness. And so as you're looking through the darkness in that starry night sky, all you have to do is begin to seek, simply seeking the inner light. Simply seek that divine light of God, and the divine light of God will always be the brightest light. And that brightest light will always be the soul level of that realm. The brightest light in the body is the soul light here. The brightest light in the astral realm is the soul light there. This is also the Lord, if you will, on that realm. As God from above in oneness began to express through the realms of creation, he placed an aspect of himself on every level so that God is always present on every realm all the time, multidimensionally. It is never separate. Even though we write it as separations, that's to help the understanding. But truly, this is, and this is a plug for Bill, a column of light. These aspects of God where God has placed himself, what we call the Lord of the realms, is truly a current or a column of God's light and sound that comes from the very heart of God down into the very physical body at the spiritualized center where it is anchored in that level. So on every level, there is a light of God. So once we seek that greater light in the astral realm, once we find that, as the soul knows to look for that light, the soul will automatically be drawn to that, that greater light because we know it within ourselves. We know our divine origin. We know that greater truth that we are seeking. And all we have to do is remember. By hearing it right now is beginning to remind you, simply look, simply seek the inner light. And so as the soul journeys on up through the different levels of the astral realm, eventually the soul begins to merge now into that bright star, the astral realm. That is the soul now merging into and through the Lord as he has placed himself in there and is also the soul now reclaiming itself or waking up to itself in a greater fullness and merging once again to the light of the soul on the astral realm. This is all working together. It is both the light and the sound. The sound 
Sometimes we are referred to as the voice of God, that song of love. And the light of God is the soul. We've heard Jim share about that before. God spoke, and out of the sound, I'll just say, came the light. I didn't remember the exact words. I was looking. And so that light is the soul. And so all we have to do is keep seeking the inner light. We merge into the astral level. We now begin and step through into the causal. Simply going up this column of light. And then in the, in the causal realm, it is the same thing. Simply look for the brightest light. That sun in the sky, quite often, that light will appear just like the sun we see here physically. You will know it because it appears and looks the same. But you'll know it's not the light of the physical realm. You'll know it is the light of God on whatever realm you're on. Always look for that brightest light, whether it appears as a bright star, as a sun, or however that appears. And it's just simply continuing the journey no matter where you find yourself, in the body or out of the body, it is the same action no matter what level you're on, no matter what you're experiencing. Always seek that brightest light. And as you continue on the journey, and then as you step into and merge into the light, the sun on the causal realm is now merging and expanding and yet to a greater fullness of the soul of who you are as it has been placed in the causal region. And you step through that door and now begin to now move into and through the mental realm where you begin to wake up to the mind. You begin to come into more conscious knowing and understanding of the mind and all the realms below. That's part of understanding, not intellectual. The conscious knowing I'm talking about is what we call, if you, you could write a division in here, there's the higher mind and the lower mind. The lower mind is that aspect of this creation that looks down into the world is what we call the lower mind. The other aspect of the mind that we call the higher mind is that which is the greater conscious knowing of the spirit that is the conscious knowing to coming into the awakening. This is the beginning of the awakening of the soul of knowing itself as divine, to know that it is not of the world, but it is truly of spirit because it is looking upwards to awaken now, to begin to realize the truth that it is. And so as the soul begins to come to that awareness and that greater understanding of the divine knowing that it truly is, that light of God, that child of God, it begins to turn up yet even more. It begins to look up and sees the great sun on the soul level of the mental realm. And this, this sun can quite often appear as a bluish type of a sun. But again, it's the brightest light. You simply look for the brightest light no matter where you're at. And as you look, as you seek, you will be drawn automatically to that light. The soul of who you are, you know truly that essence of God. You know that. And it is through your seeking that you'll find. You'll see all kinds of lights. You'll see all kinds of colors. You'll have all kinds of experiences. But yet you'll know when those experiences are not of the true light. And until you come into the fullness of knowing, always seek that brightest light. Because when you find it, you will know it. There will be no question. You will know. So keep on seeking until you come into the knowing and you know that. And then when you come into that, you merge 
and begin to step in to the soul light, the soul realm, or the soul level of the mental realm. And so you just go into that. You merge into that awakening to the greater light that you are, into the higher mind, into the conscious knowing. And now the journey begins, and you find yourself now on that threshold of the etheric realm or the great void. And as you stand on that threshold, look up. And in the looking, you'll see the darkness. You'll see the nothing nothingness. But as you continue seeking, those of you that have been initiated, you have that sound and that light anchored within you. And through the grace of the Holy Spirit, there will be a light revealed to you that others will not see. What is that phrase? We only, only those can hear or we can only see what we're meant to see. I'm really losing the quotes tonight, but I hope you understand what I'm saying. That when you have those names anchored in you, that light of God is revealed to you. So as you begin to look through the void and see the vast darkness, as you keep seeking, looking for that light of God, it will be revealed to you. You will begin to see. And most often in this realm, you will see it as a purple light. So when you see that purple light, just follow it. Just follow it. Sometimes you'll fly. Sometimes you'll be on a plane or a train. And other times, you know how Jim has been talking about the elevator? Well, just like I said, this is like a column of light out of the heart of God. Well, this column of light is that elevator that Jim speaks of. As we enter into, in our consciousness, into that column, it can appear symbolically as an elevator that we step into. And as we step into that elevator, I like that word El because it's another name of God, a Hebrew name for God. As we step into God, this column of light or elevator, it will begin to lift us. And in there, you'll quite often see the teacher standing at the little buttons. What floor would you like to go to? That's, that's the assistant. He has the authority to push the buttons. We could make more fun with that. Give me permissions to push your buttons and I'll have a lot of fun. <laughs> and then that elevator just begins to simply take us on up to another level, to another realm, to another level within a realm. These are multi-dimensionally. There are so many levels within the realms. It doesn't matter. You don't need to figure it out. Simply get on the elevator and go up. Or if you get on and you come down, Know that it's that elevator, and if you see Jim or myself or the Holy Spirit, know that you're in God's graces. So when you experience yourself coming down, it's not a bad thing, people. You know what you're doing? You're simply coming back to the body. That's all it is. I don't know how many times I've had falling experiences, and I never hit and go splat, and I'm dead. That's amazed me. That's never happened yet to this day. But what I do experience is that all of a sudden when I'm approaching the ground, all of a sudden, I'll be right back in the body. That's all that's going on is the soul coming back to the body, sometimes really fast and it's jarring, and other times it's just a nice, easy, gentle meandering in your back end. doesn't matter. That's the process of what falling is. You're just simply coming back into the body, or if you fall and you come into another realm, it's just simply the soul now having to journey through that realm in order to, to release the karmas that it has created in there and once you simply walk through there and have the experience and then you come back to the body, that karma's done. That's done. You're free. The next time you come, to, come into meditation, you go up. You may even see that realm where you were before, and then you just continue right on by it because the karma is now done 
because of your previous experience of bringing your light and loving in there to release yourself. But it's not only your light and loving, it is also the light of God, the Holy Spirit walking with you to transmute and transform and release the karmas with you. The Holy Spirit is always with you, in you, through you, at your side, however you want to call it, walking with you step by step. It is the very essence that is bringing you through all the experience. Try to control all these things that I'm talking about. Go ahead, just try, and you'll find out that it really is the Holy Spirit bringing you through it. And through your experience is the Holy Spirit giving you the opportunity to really come into the greater fullness of the knowing through the loving, the acceptance, and the forgiveness. So as we journey through, it's just form of forgiveness. We're going through the experiences of before and blessing that, loving that, freeing ourselves of those attachments and ways that we've got ourselves caught up in these creations. And that's all that is. And then we get back on the elevator, step in the column of light, or simply begin to fly upwards, simply seeking that inner light. Always looking for the greater light. That's all you have to do. That's why I keep saying simply seeking. It is that simple. That's all I do in practically every experience I have. Whether I'm in the body, I look for the light. No matter what realm I'm on, I'm looking for the light. Because as I look, I begin to automatically let thine eye be, sing let thy eye be single. Not only shall the body be flooded with light, but as the eye is single, it shall draw you unto itself. That light will draw you to itself because it is your true self. It will draw you to itself. And so you just simply keep continuing the journey. And as you now begin to follow along that purple light or you get on the soul train, I like to joke around because literally I've seen it as like a railroad track. You guys ever seen that movie Polar Express? That's a fun one I like. It reminds me of that because I've literally seen it as a, like a train track and a train with this purple shimmering light traveling along the train and the track. That is the action of the Holy Spirit for those that are initiated ready to return that will ride that train to the North Pole. That North Pole is the soul. And that train, that purple light, will just take you right on through and you'll begin to awaken now into the soul realm. The first level soul is quite often what I'll call the lower soul, soul realm or the beginning part of that. You may not see the soul light in its brightest form. You might see it as a dim light at first as you're coming out of the dark void. But as you continue, you'll be able to begin to see. And then in the scene, you'll wake up and you'll know that you've now stepped through that great void. And this is the beginning now of moving into the soul realm. That's the beginning of the awakening. This is the part where you will experience climbing the inner mountain the true mountain. There's a mountain on every level. The first mountain is climbing up to the spiritual eye. And once you've reached the peak of this mountain, you now begin to fly beyond the top of this mountain. You now journey into the astral. You climb that mountain and the next mountain. And then here's the greatest mountain of all, where you now climb the mountain through the etheric, and now you fly beyond into the realm of soul. That's the greatest journey that I know of in this individualized aspect called soul. And even into the soul realm, when you step into that, you simply, again, look for the brightest light, the greatest light, always simply seeking the inner light. And as you do that, that's where you'll begin to see the true fullness of the light of God. And again, it may appear as just like this physical sun, 
but also as you begin to wake up to it more and more consciously, you'll begin to see the face of God within that sun. This is the true first aspect, the fullness of God, as God has individualized himself into expression and where souls have come into creation as those individual sparks from our creator. This is where we wake up and truly see the face of God, hear the voice of God in clarity and understanding and the wakefulness in that fullness. And that is amazing. That is awesome. That is the goal of this journey, is to awaken fully to the Lord of the soul. In Satmat in India, they call it Radhaswami, which means Lord of the soul. This is the Lord of the soul. Once we've come here, we've made it home. We're home. We simply got on the elevator and said, take me to the top floor. We've gotten in that column of light and let the light just lift us up. We simply looked for the brightest light throughout the realms and just followed that no matter where you are on the realm, look for the brightest light and you'll always be drawn towards it. And it will always be in the very center of the center of the center, no matter what. The spiritual eye is right here in the middle. On all the inner realms, when you seek that brightest light, when you come into alignment, you will have the experience of where your beingness just totally lines up with this brightest light. And as it lines up, all of a sudden it lifts you, and you know it. That alignment, you'll just all of a sudden just shoot right up and begin to travel on up through the realms and begin to the greater merging process. It's all the same. It's just different frequencies, different reflections of that same great light, that light of God. Simply seek the inner light, no matter where, no matter when. And over time, you eventually just merge back into the oneness and the fullness. And when that happens, then a whole new journey begins. Then you really are awake and living the loving, the neutrality, the unconditional loving. And when you live in that state, that is a true state of grace. That is a state in which we really know that we are one with the divine, that we are truly that child of God. We've experienced the spiritual marriage. We've experienced the awakening of the Christ child within. And then we begin to live that more and more fully. And then, even if we're still in the body after all that, we come back and just live that light more and more fully. And the more that we live that light, this column of light right here begins to get wider and wider and wider and wider. Because the more we live that light, the bigger the path of loving through us living the light, living the loving. The more we do that, the more that pathway gets wider, whereas the beginning, it might have just been a little tunnel that we burrowed through to wake up the soul. But once we awaken to the light of soul, we have awakened to that greater light. And in that greater light, as we live that unconditional loving, it begins to simply expand on every level we live. We find ourselves physically participating in our life differently. We find ourselves imaginatively more fantasizing about God, awakening yet even more. We find ourselves more emotionally experiencing greater compassion, greater loving, greater fullness of living the loving. In the mind, our thoughts are on God, our thoughts are on being in that movement of loving. In the etheric, we are simply waking up that we no longer are unconscious, that no longer are we asleep from that great void of unconsciousness? 
we are fully awake, living the soul that we are. And the more we live that, the wider this pathway gets, where it's no longer just a little tunnel, but it begins to become wide, a true path, and then a road, and then a highway, and then a superhighway. It truly does expand the more we live this inner journey and allow it to live within us, to truly participate in all levels, consciously, freely, choosing, wanting, longing for God, all of that. And once we emerge into that greatest fullness, in that level in the soul realm, then once again the soul in its fullness will begin to look up and now begin that journey beyond the soul level of the soul realm where it now begins to move into and through the realms of spirit. And that journey is one of now simply merging into the greater fullness of the Holy Spirit, which is God's loving and light and sound, where we really now begin to move into and merge into the ocean of love and mercy. And that is just the most wondrous, wondrous journey. And then it is simply a process of expanding into the greater fullness, just continually expanding, allowing yourself just to be carried along those currents of loving and living that loving. And as we keep coming back into the body, that light of God begins to just keep growing and growing within us. And our lives are transformed. Our lives are transformed because you don't get up into those experiences without being a super loving being in such a way that through the loving, you have freed yourself of those karmas that you've come in here and have created. And through that loving with God, God comes in and just expands the loving even more so, so that you keep getting greater and greater freedom until you truly are fully liberated. Fully liberated. Where you really, truly no longer have to return into these realms of the world. But believe me, if God asks you because you are so free now, to be a service, to assist others, you won't say no. You'll come back just because of the fullness of the loving and the true knowing of your oneness with God. It is just a divine state of grace and beingness. And that's what this path is about. That's what we're doing here. So if you want to know more about what the true light column is, go to Bill's light column workshop. This is the true light column. But then once we are living the greater fullness of the column of light, because that is simply the God of who we are on all levels simultaneously, no separation. This is the river of loving on every level. That is God in expression and beingness on every level. There is no separation. This is the greater truth, the vertical path of oneness, not these horizontal levels that appear separate. That's the truth. This is the illusion. Remember that. Live the vertical path. Live in that column of light of the truth of who you are. You can be awake spiritually right here in the body and be aware of all this because you are living that river of loving. And then as you live that light more and more, and as I explained how it gets wider and wider, that river of loving, or if you want to call it a column of light, then the blessings go out from you. Then truly God begins to work through you as a servant of the Lord. That, in a sense, you're blessing yourself, but also all that you do is a blessing. You're a walking prayer, a walking blessing, because you are living that loving. So as you participate, even in your physical life, that is a blessing in all that you do, in all that you experience, and for all those that you 
participate and experience with. And then you can share that loving with yourself, with others, and even in your physical environment, allowing the calm of that light of loving of who you are to simply live in you and through you and bless all of your surroundings, to bless your environment, to bless your living space, to bless whatever it is or wherever it is you're at. And it's that simple. Truly, it happens automatically when you are living the fullness of loving. And then you don't need to do it as a prayer. You simply live the loving. But if it helps as we awaken to the greater fullness to live a prayer, to do a prayer, then that's a wonderful thing because it helps focus us. It helps us to move into the fullness of the expression of that river of loving. So prayers are good. Affirmations are good. But keep in mind the direction. Don't try to change the physical world through your prayers and affirmations. Change your perception. Change your focus. And as you use all those to focus on God, then God lives more fully within you. And that's the blessing. That is the blessing. Truly, there's only one blessing. And that blessing is loving. That's all there is. That's all we need. We don't need to try to pray for the world or pray for people's health. We simply live the blessing of loving. And as we live in that calm of light of loving who we are, it is a blessing to all that we do, to all that we think about or ask for that loving to touch into. It's just automatic. We don't even have to ask. That's the funny thing. We just live it, and it just unfolds because that is the natural movement of loving. It is a river. It just keeps moving, and it blesses all that it touches. All we have to do is move into that river and live in that river. And the rest is up to God. That's the simplicity. Live in the river of loving. Live in that calm of loving of God. And let the rest be up to God to bless and do what God wishes to do in you and through you, with you and whoever you're with or whatever you're doing, no matter what. Use that one for your workshop. <laughs> All right. Well, it's your turn. Are you ready? Did I put you to sleep? Was that boring? <laughs> What's that? What? What? <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> Ooh, I worked ready. up a sweat on that one. <laughs> that was very yeah. good. I like your enthusiasm. I think you believe it. <laughs> Well, it's interesting that this organization is called Interlight Ministries, and it really has that name for a true reason. Uh, since I was a child, the ones who came, the teachers that came, that have worked with me, there have been five, are what I've called and were t I would, was told are called on the inner levels, the masters of Interlight. And these five are associated with the five lords of the five realms that we receive initiation into. And they worked with me from my childhood on to assist me in understanding the inner pathway, the pathway of sound and light, the pathway of loving. And to begin to walk it myself and to understand how to walk it, what it takes to stay on that path and not wander off of it. And they really are the 
the ones who are guiding me right now and my journey in this action. They have ever been present with me. They have ever pointed the way and the direction I'm to go. I haven't always gone exactly the direction they've told me to. We all have to find our way. We all have to have our own experience. And so I can't say that everything that they've said, every way that they've pointed, I have gone, I have believed, I have listened. I have also walked my own journey in order to truly understand their truth and to find out if it's my truth or not. The one thing I do know is a soul that wanders and follows after anything and everything is really going to walk a path that leads them nowhere. We have to really walk through our own experience. And that's what the masters of inner light were giving me. They were ever pointing a direction, but they were always allowing me the space to have my own inner experience of the inner journey. And through that inner experience, I understand the journey very well. I can understand where we can get lost, where we can get distracted, where we can go into disbelief and, dis and, 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 and unclarity. And I have seen so many different pathways that a soul can walk. And they all look tempting, they all look interesting, they all look believable, but there really is only one that will lead you home to God, that will lead you home to soul, that will awaken you into the truth of the divine that you are. And we all are going to walk that path. We are already walking that path. But from time to time, we do wander off. We do stray off into the imagination, off into the emotions. Poor little me, feeling sorry for ourselves. Off into the mind, thinking that we're greater than others or that we're lesser than others. Off into the etheric, going unconscious, not wanting to deal with anything, trying to avoid. Putting things in the unconscious so that we don't have to look at them or deal with them. And eventually into soul. So I found that working with the Masters of Inner Light, that it really was a very open space by which I could live, move, experience, grow, and come into the greater knowing of the truth that I am as soul. And it took time. But I also found that the true flow of loving is very patient. God does not impose upon the soul. God allows the soul as much time and in this realm of space as is needed to have the experience that it came here to have. 